Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Like spooky. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Ooh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I might just use that. I might just use the audio. You go, ooh. What's up, everybody? Wow. We haven't done that in a really long time. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to, no. My favorite episode. Is that what you used to say? I don't know. We just stopped one day. We just stopped. What's up, everybody? This is Julie and Kathleen with another episode of My Favorite Episode of. My Favorite Episode of. Today, we are talking conspiracy theories. And this is so fucking random. Julie just said the word conspiracy theory or the phrase (laughs) one time, and we were like, yeah. Yeah. We'll do an episode on that. Then we just started. Well, actually, it all started because I sent you a TikTok. And you sure Avril did. Lavigne was playing in the background. And then I was like, uh, all morning at work, all I did was listen to Avril Lavigne and she has so many good bops. So then I was saying that Avril Lavigne is totally underrated. Like, you need so to go underrated. back and listen to all of her old music because it is so fucking good. Which then led me to ask Kathleen if she was aware that <laughs> she is dead as fuck and it's Melissa. Yeah. I actually wrote some stuff down. You want me to start with that one? Yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, that's not the one I chose, but just in general for all you COVID truthers and like f- or flat earthers and shit, this one, this episode's for you. The Avril Lavigne one is that she died and was replaced by it said clone but it's not it's like this girl named melissa yeah but it was like her body double so avril was like going through like the pressures of hollywood and like shit like that when she was young so she had a body double and then she just fucking died at some point it doesn't say how she died i think it was suicide i think they say she committed suicide like she just couldn't handle the pressure or some shit and then the the reasons are so funny it's like the corners of her eyes look different her Her eyebrows are different yeah and it's like but it's so funny go look at a picture of me from 10 years ago i have it (laughs) 
<laughs> the <laughs> articles I read are like because people never change. People never change their style. It's really funny, but Dude. those are my favorite ones. And and the other one I said is like John, anything Jamine Ramsey. Even though R.I.P. Girl, I'm so R. sorry R. we have not solved your your murder. You don't deserve this. You deserve better. I can't stand unsolved shit unless it's Katy Perry because Katy that is the conspiracy theory that Katy Perry that would be really fucking wild if they if faked Katie her pa- death and then like raised the Illuminati like raised her to be like a that is like us what is us no not us the movie us oh yeah sure 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 how do you feel about them because I'm like I obviously do not believe in conspiracy theories but I'm willing to play along like I'm like especially some of the ones I've written down which are like insane I'm like as a human who loves sci-fi television I'm like I fucking hope that's true don't think it is yeah but I, I hope it's true I think I'm in that same boat because yeah. like I I have a coworker who loves sharing like the dumbest of dumb conspiracy theories yeah. and it is really fun to be like I know that there's no way this is real, but it's really fun to just play along and mm-hmm. be like, yep, nope, mystery solved. Like, the dumber, the more fun I have with it. Yeah. yeah. I love conspiracy theories. Okay, you strike me as such someone who would just, like, read books on the Illuminati. So, I actually don't know much about the Illuminati because one night in the summer, this no. was, like, in college or high school. We had a sleepover. It was me, Stephanie, and Terry. And Stephanie and Terry were up to like four in the morning watching YouTube videos about the Illuminati no. and like couldn't sleep. Like yeah. they were scared to death. I feel like Stephanie would believe in conspiracy theories. Yeah, she definitely does. But that's okay because I they get me too. But I fell asleep naturally. I'm always the first one to fall asleep anytime at sleepovers. I'm the fucking mm-hmm. worst. Then I was like, I will never read anything about the Illuminati. I'm so like they were like scared to death. Yeah. All the ones I have are so stupid and half baked, just let you know. But I just think yeah, they're mine funny. Like, they might as well I just be funny ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't find any that like, oh, I could sell her on this. But I just want to say before we get into this that my mom went down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole one okay, time about me. Michael Jackson. <laughs> All right. So there's a conspiracy theory that Michael Jackson faked his death. Sure. And attended his own funeral. Oh, that is diabolical that and is you stand so far away under an umbrella in the rain and like watch i a almost happen. want to send you the youtube video like for you to watch how many tonight. minutes i don't remember but you can like zoom if it's under eight it. i'll watch it but my mom was like showing me these things and i was like kind of getting sucked in like i was like this might be true like pictures of him in this like audience? like pictures of this random person that nobody knew went in didn't talk to anyone went out and there's like pictures of this like person a 10 year own funeral is like the ultimate and like, he had a close who's casket. reacting <laughs> like he had a closed casket yeah That's did you see thing. dead michael jackson and that guy in the same room did you tell me did you the one i'll tell you the one that i got sucked into and i still kind of want to believe in this one are either of you familiar with andy kaufman no no okay there was a movie made about him starring jim carrey called man on the moon okay and he was this very very weird comic from the 70s. He he was like the originator of what they called like anti-comedy. When he got to do a TV special, he purposely had the television starts skipping and stuttering because he thought it'd be funny that everyone thinks that their TV's broken at the same time and starts hitting it. Yeah. And it's just him fucking with them the whole time. So he all of a sudden gets cancer and starts dying. Mm-hmm. And he decides to not go see any doctors. He's going to go see, like he's going to travel to like another country and see like a, a crystal guy who's going to put crystals on him. And it'll suck the cancer out. And everyone thinks that he never was really sick. And this is like all one giant 
Oh. Like another like fucking with the audience type thing. Yeah. Because he'd always talked about like his greatest his greatest practical joke will be when he fakes his death. He would say that all the time. Mm. So like people he literally said, if I ever fake my death, I'll be back in 40 years. And like people were having like welcome back Andy parties like 40 years after his death, just like waiting for him. And he like never showed up. Oh. But I like the theory that he did follow through with the practical joke, but then died before the 40 years. Oh, that's good. I like that too. That's like one day, um, not to bring this up because fuck Tiger King, what a stupid yeah. show. Yeah. But I hope the husband just walks in one day. <laughs> oh like the one that's got ate, eaten by tigers. Yeah. I hope he just shows up and is like, yeah, I just bounced because she's nuts. <laughs> and then Carol Baskin is like, Jesus, really? <laughs> like I told you I didn't fucking kill him. Like that's what I want, but fuck those people. So my first conspiracy theory, so I took two from tv shows just to kind of like loop it in with our show yeah and then i did one on a celebrity i feel like the one you're gonna say the tv one is the one i wrote down is it the office no okay so (laughs) i'm smiling so big i know because you're smiling so big so the office conspiracy theory is that toby is the real scranton strangler oh i love this yes and i'm in on it that's like almost written in the show yeah okay they like basically confirm it Kind of. Tell me all about it. So I'm going to read the article. So the last half of The Office's nine season run featured a subplot focused on HR rep Toby Flenderson, obsession with the Scranton Strangler, a local serial killer. The Scranton Strangler was first mentioned during season six and was eventually caught after a long police standoff in season seven, which that episode is so fucking funny when they're watching it on TV, the, the car chase, and then it goes past the office. I don't remember. I haven't watched The Office in a while. I've the, seen it I eight times. I watch The Office but... all the time, so yeah. that's probably it's, why it's weirdly, fresh. It's weirdly like one of those ones where like, I refuse to put it on anymore. I watch well, it so much. it's always on Comedy Central, yeah. so that's why I'm always just like, oh, I guess I'll just put on The Office because I just yeah, love it. True. Toby's fascination with the serial killer only increased when he's picked to be a juror on the murder trial. Oh, that's so good. Eventually, the Strangler was revealed to be a character named George Howard Scubb. Toby and his fellow jurors were... Were, where does this, okay, responsible for sending Scub to death row. During season nine, Toby is guilt stricken when he admits that the jury might have sentenced the wrong man to die. He even visits Scub in prison, who immediately jumps to scra- strangle Toby, which is fucking hilarious yeah. just in general. So they say that he's all of the like he's saying that because he has a guilty conscience because he is the Scranton strangler yeah but also being picked to be a fucking juror on on a case where you're the murderer is the coolest thing i've ever heard of in my life absolutely and like if you're an office fan like toby is on cloud fucking nine when he gets picked to be the juror like he can't stop talking about it yeah so I love it. I'm like, this is so fucking funny. I believe this one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And TV is a good one. TV is good. Nailed it. Thanks. The people argue that it's true because his marriage failed. He doesn't see his daughter. His work life is shaky and he's unable to make a go of it when he attempts to start a new life in Costa Rica. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which I, is another yeah. like funny little bit. Like yeah. he's trying to flee. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so mine I picked for Julie, and she's going to have to talk through it because I don't know this movie very well. Is it Grease? Yeah. yeah I saw this The one. articles I read about all these are so funny about, like, even Katie being JonBenet Ramsey is, like, is Katie JonBenet Ramsey, like, 
quite simply no no i know they <laughs> like, like the way they phrase down, it is yeah. so funny but basically what it is is sandy is dying throughout the movie so it would have been like in the beginning on the beach like she got into a coma somehow right she nearly drowned she nearly drowned yes in summer nights i yes. wrote that down yep. so basically the Weird entire the- movie <laughs> is her yeah. like in, in a, a coma, coma dreaming all this happened this musical is like in her head yeah and like f- the flying convertible at the end is her dying like going to heaven yeah exactly Exactly. Yeah. What do you think about that? Since you're such a greasehead, no, no, no fucking. It's shot. not all of her imagination. No fucking shot. I mean, I would like, lo- like, it makes me think of the um, that's like any true like TV show. Like, I keep thinking of Even Stevens, like the musical episode of Even Stevens mm-hmm. when like we went to the moon in, in 1969. 1969 that yeah. episode uh, where yeah, it's Ren sick and she's dreaming that entire musical and then she oh, wakes up about that. So I'm like, I watched that movie like 100 times. I fucking loved that movie. Yeah, is movie, that, is that, that's it. Is, is it an episode movie? The what movie is, is when they go to that weird yeah. island. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. a good one. That's on Disney Plus. I think I'm pretty it sure. is. I binged yeah. all of even Stevens and yeah. the movie during this pandemic. So, you fucking would, dude. <laughs> Did it hold up? Yeah, it's great. Okay, it's great. Shia, that's Shia's actual prime. cannibal that Shia LaBeouf. That's a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. I could talk about that. Yeah. Anyway, go on. But yeah, so like it could be like this is all a dream. But I just I love Greece too much that I will not accept that this is a true love story. Sure, John Travolta is a fox. John Travolta like quotes on on this theory like he finally like spoke out on it but he's just like such a funny guy he's just like man those fans are so smart i like the way he's like i don't think so because i like know the writers and stuff and they just like really blah 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 but man those fans are smart i like like blah 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 they'll really just yeah i was like that's i know cute. one of, that's actually funny that you said that because one of the theories i read was like that nicholas sparks and john travolta are both immortal oh but there was like no like actual. It was just it was yeah, just stupid. A one sentence. Yeah, period. so I'm like I can't talk on this. But like now that you said that, it's yeah, really funny. Yeah. I fucking hate Nicolas Cage for anyone that's listening. Oh, Nicolas you Cage. Said Nicolas Sparks, you said Nicolas Sparks. Oh, which, I is, did. which is a dramatically different <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. Like the oh author. My God. Why do they care so much about? First him? of all, hilarious. I love Nicolas Sparks books. So yeah. Nicolas Sparks, I'm Classic. so sorry for the disrespect. No, Nicolas Cage. I meant Cage. I had the, that poster of Nicolas Cage on my wall, and I love him. National treasure is a national treasure. I think of you every time I see. Number two anything. is also a national treasure. They're You've both loved great. that movie, like since we when since it came out. I've had that poster since the movie came out. I the, hate the poster him. that was on my wall. I have saved since two thousand and seven. Did either of you read the SpongeBob SquarePants conspiracy no, theory? I did. Okay, I read a bunch of them because I was like, "What do I yeah. like the Tell best?" Me. So the SpongeBob SquarePants theory is that the world of SpongeBob is actually the product of nuclear testing. Um, While it's never been explicitly confirmed, there's heavy speculation that the world of SpongeBob SquarePants is due to nuclear testing. The city of Bikini Bottom is believed to be underneath the island of Bikini Atoll, where in actual history, the U.S. detonated 23 different nuclear bombs during the Cold War. According to this theory, extensive testing impacted the creatures surrounding that area, and thus SpongeBob and his SquarePants friends were all born. Fans claim that the evidence to support this is such things as nuclear explosions showing up constantly throughout the show, as well as the fact that these creatures that shouldn't be able to walk and talk are able to walk and talk, and the name the naming of Bikini Bottom. Honestly, I buy that. The, the SpongeBob writers, like, I've seen a lot of stuff about that like not only is it just adult content in a show that you didn't pick up on when you were a kid like they really do shit like that I tr- I believe it I believe that those writers are smart and would have done that and it's yeah. like well we're making a cartoon we might as well make it something like yeah like I think that they did the reason I 
I think that they named it Bikini Bottom because they knew of this island. It's so interesting because <laughs> I don't ever think about like the explosion of it all. But when you said that they the visuals of that, I can picture the sponge. Yeah. Like, Every time they throw anything, it's a little nuclear explosion. Yeah, exactly. I can <laughs> like picture it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Julie rubbing her freaking cute belly. No, it's it's because this little girl just kicked the shit out this, of my rib. This little girl, <laughs> this little girl. Oh my god, <laughs> it just made me jump. And I'm then about she to start crying. It it's so cute. SpongeBob was my favorite show. Yeah, like favorite, favorite, favorite. I don't know if Matt remembers this. The one year for Christmas, I got like SpongeBob everything. My mom bought me like the SpongeBob album. And it had like ripped my pants. <laughs> like it had like oh, God, all the yeah. It I I was obsessed with SpongeBob in elementary school. And then me and Kenny the one night like got a bunch of food delivered and just watched SpongeBob for hours in our bed. And it was great. I love it, that. The, the old song episode is striped sweater. Up. Yeah, absolutely. The best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time <laughs> yeah that's a good one i believe in that the other one i have is that winnie the pooh and all of his friends have psychological disorders okay tell me more so there was like a lot of ones that were like tied to like psychological disorder psych- psychological disorders like cartoons wise like mm-hmm. there was one on for hey arnold that was like everything that's happening is like helga's mind Mm, I saw one where like the Rugrats were in Angelica's crazy I was gonna pick that one but Mm -hmm. I feel like so many people know about that one all right so this one is just about like all the friends tying to some psychological disorder so like Eeyore has clinical depression well that's just a fact Piglet has anxiety disorder Al is dyslexic Tigger has a serious case of ADHD Mm -hmm. Pooh himself actually has both ADHD and OCD as well as impulsive tendencies such as his obsession with honey and his repetitive counting habit. And human character Christopher Robin is actually schizophrenic, as all the other manifestations are of his own imagination. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about That's not a show I ever watched, but I know the characters enough to like... Yeah, and it says, with all their issues, the animals could actually represent Christopher's own struggles as a kid when learning how to interact with others and function in, in society. Mm. So I was a big Winnie the Pooh girl growing up. I don't believe this one. I think this is a, a very far stretch. I actually think that it's rooted in truth, but they're going for a dark angle with it. Yeah, like I don't uh, think it's supposed to be dark there's, in any way. There's a really great book. It's uh, called The The Tao of Pooh, which is about how all of the characters in Winnie the Pooh represent different tenets of Taoism. And it was explaining how like the book's could be no one really knows because the author has been long dead but the books could be a way for him to be writing these stories to teach kids about their emotions yeah and the different types of emotions and people that you would meet in life um and i think that that's true and i think that that's just kind of taking and being like how do we make it dark yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you never watched winnie the pooh growing up that no that wasn't yeah i loved it i like it more now than i, I did as a yeah, kid it's so weird <laughs> I don't know if I could sit there and watch Winnie the Pooh. Can I just like rip through my short ones? Mm -hmm. So there's one about Lady Gaga murdering a pop star, which is good. Um, So it's like kind of stole her identity. So this girl, Lena Morgana, right, was like right in the beginning of Gaga's success. They did. They recorded some songs together. Like I think Gaga was writing them and Lena was like performing them. But Lena was like a, a step above her. 
had the same kind of like outlandish, crazy performance art shit type thing happening. And then something happened and, and uh, Lena like fell to her death from a from a rooftop. So mm. people think she, like Lady Gaga she pushed, pushed her, her or whatever. It's really not that in depth. And obviously she didn't fucking do it. I mean, I don't know. But when I read this, I was like, okay, this feels like one of those things where it's like, you know, in the trope in shows where it's like, you have to kill that person for their power. Yeah. yeah. I lo- like when I read that, I was like, that's what this is. I was going to say, is it sounds like ones. it's just Black Swan with Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I just liked it. I'm I like, would like almost, con- there's like a lot of theories about like Lady Gaga being like satanic. <laughs> satanic? Is that how yeah. you pronounce sure. that? Yeah. Like, so I'm yeah. like, and then like, I just think of her in American Horror Story when she's like the... In the hotel season, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, you're a dark bitch. It could, be. <laughs> but like, even the mom, the mom of the girl who died, tried to sue Lady Gaga for like stealing her like identity, or like tried not sue her. Before she died, they recorded like 12 songs together. So the mom was trying to like get the rights to that song to release them to try and like get money. I don't, I don't know what it is, but huh. there is like uh, some. Like, there's definitely a connection there. Yeah. But I liked it strictly for what I said about it and I'm, I'm putting on it, which is like she, Lady Gaga killed it for her like star yeah, she power. she took her essence. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the other ones are like Justin Bieber is a lizard person, half lizard, half human, shape shifting. Oh, you better stop. That's my favorite fucking thing. I've read it before where I'm like, this is what I meant when I mean, I, God, I hope it's true. Like, I hope that he is half lizard, ha- half human. That just implies that there is a full lizard alien out there, that uh, granddaddy lizard, which I just fully enjoy. That like, it's so good. It's good. it's more than just him. It's like the Bush, both Bushes, presidents, Queen Elizabeth. There's also one about Queen Elizabeth um, is a cannibal, and it's basically like the key to her youthful spirit, because you know how youthful she is. <laughs> she's 1,000 years old, and she just sits there. Uh, we love the crown, though. So We do love the crown. But we'll never be royals. Royals. Uh, yeah, so just shape-shifting, half-human people. Love that. But you know, this is not a conspiracy theory, but I just kind of wanted to touch on it. The three identical strangers, on HBO the documentary is like not conspiracy really but there's just not enough it's almost conspiracy s because there's not enough information on it so did you have you seen it Mm -mm. it's basically oh this is good the premise of it is basically there are three identical strangers aka triplets that were separated at birth and it's all a big they they come together oh my god it's so fucking good you have to watch it okay one goes to this college right but he actually doesn't come back for a semester. So wait, this so, is a show or this, this is, is real? This, this is, is a documentary. documentary. Okay. Another, the, his twin brother at the time, like they didn't know, shows up to that same school and everyone's like, I don't know their names. I'm making them up. Yo, Timmy. And he's like, I'm not fucking Timmy. What do you mean? Everyone's looking at this boy who was there last semester. Not the same kid. Then it, it it runs in the whatever, like they're in New York. It, it runs in the paper, like twins reunited after 19 years apart, blah, blah, blah. Then people see it and they're like, yo, Joe. These two look exactly like you. There's a fucking third. So then you're watching and it gets pretty dark. Like it really does. Like it gets dark, but it comes out that it, it was like a nature versus nurture um experiment. So there's probably <gasps> twins and triplets all over the place that it's like, it, what, how do you grow up? Is it nature versus nurture? Like, uh, so I might be combining stories, wow. but is this also the one where like, they married they all married a woman with the same first name and like I don't think same first name but they're just trying to see what the similarities are between the three of them and how yeah. they differ because because they place them uh places too jewel like they place this one with like this one has a sister or like it's like certain they strategically place these kids with their in different kind of homes like, like you have a like very survive. supportive family like the loving parent like so, so, oh. like yeah and uh they were like 
they opened a restaurant together. They were like thick as thieves and like such goofball personalities. And then one went down like a dark path. Like it's, it's good. Like it's really good. But the conspiracy of it all, it it just lies within the nature versus nurture. And there is actual people out there doing research and like basically separating these kids and, and put doing like detrimental shit to these kids. Oh my God. Which is actually so fucking disgusting. I hate that. Oh, it's bad. But everyone should watch it. It's pretty good. I, had heard about it for such a long time and just never pulled the trigger. And during quarantine, I watched it and was like, oh my. Is God. it long? Like an hour and a half or something. Just one, one. I should talk to any. We should watch it. I'll bounce off of that just because I was going to mention this conspiracy theory documentary that, that I'm a fan of Room 237. Mm-mm. So Room 237 is an entire movie. I, I was telling yeah. Julie about this the other day. It's an entire movie based on all of the conspiracies about the movie The Shining. Um, and they are all insane, but the most insane one, the one that I like the most, is that the movie is Stanley Kubrick um, confessing to faking the moon landing. So I actually wrote like what, like just classic ones, moon landing, Roswell, 9-11 hoaxes. Yeah. Like those are the three I wrote down. My last one is that the Illuminati killed Eminem. Okay, but who's Eminem now? Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> oh, you have more to say. Yeah, yeah, that's not okay. That's not, okay. Wow. So in early 2000s, Eminem, a.k.a. Marshall Mathers, was one of the biggest rappers on earth. But after his 2004 album, Encore, he took a five-year break before coming out with Relapse. Why the long hate? What's this Hiatus. Word? Hiatus. <laughs> Why the long hatus? Hatus. <laughs> I can't read. Stop. <laughs> Mathers attributes it to writer's block drugs and writer's block caused by drugs. But according to a conspiracy conspiracy theory post, the Illuminati tried to recruit Eminem. Eminem refused, so the Illuminati killed him through a car crash and probably finished him off after that, after if that didn't already kill him. I love how they're like, and just in case. Yeah. Like, wh- why are and they just assuming in case we that? slit his throat. Yeah. <laughs> then the Illuminati fabricated a new Eminem to replace the old one, which is why his voice sounds kind of different. It's one of the very few conspiracy theories about a celebrity not being a part of the Illuminati and instead turning down an invitation to join them. Mm. Why this is not true? This is the best sentence ever. The Illuminati has better things to do than kill rappers like maintaining <laughs> control of international order. Also, it's not real. <laughs> but also, like, I was, like, saying to Matt, I was like, I picked that one because it's, like, the albums are two different things because he was heavily on drugs when he recorded one of them yeah. and completely sober for the second one. Yeah. That yeah. is why they are two totally different. What's, like, Mockingbird and Toy Soldier on? That's, what albums are that's they on? That's Encore. Okay. That's Encore, yeah. That's and then jams. Relapse is, like, 25 to Life, mm. Love the Way You Lie. Love, love yeah. Like all of his songs, I, I can like only more poppy tell you stuff. what it feels like right now. It's steel pipe. Yeah, and we know that you Gen Zs are trying to cancel Eminem. Eminem cannot be canceled. Why are they trying to cancel Eminem? Because of "Love the Way You Lie." When he says, "If she ever tries to leave again, I'm like tired of the bed and set this house on fire." I'm like, Just have you guys heard the song Kim? <laughs> I know. Come on, Jesus God, that yeah. song is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But I actually love it. The only other two that I found, and they were like short ones. The one is kind of almost been proven true at this point, which is that James Bond is just a code name, not a person. So like that's why like a million different actors can play James Bond 007 is that that's just the name they give you when you're Agent 007. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I like that. And the other one is that Ferris Bueller isn't real, but it's a Fight Club-esque thing 
that Cameron imagines that he has such low self-esteem he has to imagine a best friend to convince him to go out and live life there's a lot of ones like that too (laughs) do you want to hear my real life conspiracy theory it's so funny I was gonna say the conspiracy theory of me putting cater to you lyrics in my aim profile is is (laughs) so fake that's not a conspiracy theory so fucking fake Um, literally but my real life conspiracy theory I'm just gonna say it for the for the fans um, is that that silent patient book that keeps popping up places in my apartment you need to tell that story okay I'll tell this story because following this Instagram stories, like I'm follow- taking, I'm going rogue, and I'm not using the stand. The mic stand almost cowered at this. Following story. her Instagram story about this book, okay, is just it was too good. I was so sucked in. So my beloved roommate Kelsey, just the the best human I know. So we live together, and we. We live like the, our bedrooms are upstairs, right? When you go up the stairs, there is a tiny bookshelf there that may as well not exist in my brain. If you gun to my head, if you ask me if there's a fucking bookshelf there, I would say no <laughs> because none of my books are on it. Okay. Okay. So one day I were working from home and she hadn't been there in a few days and she came home and like sent me a picture of the book on her bedside table and was like, hey, did you put this here? And it's, it's just a book that says The Silent Patient, whatever. And I was like, no. Because I truly do not go into Kelsey's room. Like, it, again, that room might as well not even be there. Like, unless yeah. she's home, I wouldn't ever, okay? And whose book is that, by the way? It is Kelsey's, okay? okay? For the record, me and Kelsey are the most anxious people in the entire world. Like, we know not even to text each other just, like, hi, because we're like, someone's dead. So- something's Something wrong. Happened, Something yeah. happened, okay? So I immediately, my blood, I'm like in a meeting, my blood runs cold. I'm like, no, why? What the fuck? Where did it come from? Is that not your book? Like I was losing my mind. She was like, no, it's my book, but I didn't put it here. So for all of you listeners out here, I'm getting blamed for this, right? Because I'm a sleepwalker. That's a safe, that's a safe way to sleep okay. well at the night. The only way, the only reason I would ever cop to this, I, I'm, I'm telling you that I didn't do it, listeners. I didn't do this. <laughs> I remember when I sleepwalk. Like, I, there are, like, whispers of it, you know? Like, I could feel it in my soul. Oh, hate that. Yeah, so I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I didn't put it there. And she was like, I know for a fact that I did not put this here. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, are you sure you just weren't, like... She's a speech pathologist, so silent killer or silent patient. I thought it was just like about like people who can't like something with her job. She was like, no, it's about a murderer. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. So I put up Instagram poll, whatever the fuck. So then everyone's like, no, you did it. You're the sleepwalker. For me, Kelsey fucking did it. She put it there. Mm -hmm. My sweet, sweet girl. She did it and she's blaming me, which is fucked up. Anyway, (laughs) so so then I'm out to dinner with Stephanie, my other beloved friend, our other beloved friend. Who is also will make you so anxious about anything. Yeah, and I get another fucking picture of the same book in the same place and she goes rat which is what she calls me did you fucking put this here i was like no i don't even know where that book lives like where is that book why is that book still in our apartment like what the fuck and there was like other weird things where like random like knives were like that's out. what I, I was gonna say wasn't there a and knife I was like, involved no Kels, you probably just left that out or i i may have left it out but that's not threatening like a knife in our kitchen is not threatening yeah. but it is so funny like i was like no no i did not do this i'm sti- i'm sticking with it but then there was the conspiracy theory of did somebody come the fuck in here and do this because then i'd rather cop to it yeah. because if the if the only other option is a fucking stranger did it then sure i did oh it. my or god like you could some, be in one of those apartments where people were living in the walls and shit i mean we're moving out <laughs> 
I'm moving out. It's a going out of business sale. I Everything's can't believe for sale. that you even sleep there alone. I am actually don't get scared. It's fine. Like, I would be scared to fuck. If that happened, I would be scared to fucking death. I don't care. They don't know where this book was coming out of place. And I'm thinking ghosts. It, so, yeah, it is her book. So, at least it's her book. At least it's not like, a random book, fucking yeah. book is this? Yeah. But and I actually like laughed because I, w- I was thinking about conspiracy theories and I was thinking about this and why I passed that bookshelf. It's like it's a tiny baby bookshelf. I looked on it and the book is in there now. So now I clocked it because I said, Kels, hide the book from me. If you think it was me, hide the fucking book somewhere or take it out of this apartment. And then we'll, if it comes back again, we're moving out. Yeah. <laughs> like we're getting the fuck out of here. But it was just a goofy afternoon after that. We were just buzzing on like, where the fuck we're getting murdered in here. I like, mean, it was a great day on Instagram. For sure. Yeah. I love running with that. <laughs> You know me. I'm like, I'm going to make a day out of this. It was good. (laughs) Sounds the worst. Yeah. So that's my real life one. And besides the one about cater to you, which I didn't do. I love you, Ryan. thousand percent no i believe you kathleen i don't think you would have done something let me cater to you if you guys had a million dollars you could bet that matt would agree with anything (laughs) kathleen says over me a hundred and fifty percent so i would not make that up i remember everything i literally told kathleen that my myspace song was all my life by casey and jojo and then I got dumped and I immediately changed it to My Happy Ending by Avril Lavigne. So much for my happy ending. She is underrated, baby. Like, everyone's like, Skater Boy Complicated. I'm like, no, you have no, no idea. No, later the, records. The, the, the slow jams. Honestly, in college, Dude, Cheers to Never Growing Up, Here's Never Growing Up was a bop for Dude, me. I'm With You, I think, is an incredible I mean, song. just so good. Is anybody here? Oh. I know. <laughs> what did she I say? don't even want to chime in because you sound so good. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, conspiracy theories. You truthers, you truth heads. We're seeking the truth on this pod. So if there's anything that you think is true, slide through our DMs. Tell us. What do you think is true? (laughs) Yeah, tell us which ones you think are true. Is it the it's definitely the Eminem one. Oh, you mean of the ones we talked about? I thought you meant in general. Anything that's true. Not yeah, anything that feels true to you. Just let us know. We would love to hear. No, but if you have any other good ones, we would gladly do a second conspiracy theory episode. Sure, send them in. So send them in. Love or we could even make a little segment. Conspiracy the yeah. Conspiracy the The Toonie. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> Goodbye. She's perfect. This has been my favorite episode of. My favorite episode of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with a new episode of My Favorite Episode of. Network.